Hello and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenice Hughes. I am so grateful you are here. Now, if you're listening to this and not watching it, uh, I am sitting outside at the Jasper Park Lodge in Jasper, Alberta, Canada. So you might hear loons, you might hear helicopters, <laughs> you might hear joggers go by, who knows, but I just had to come and do this week's show right by the lake. Oh my gosh. And I'll be honest, part of the reason I had to come to it by the lake was because I literally just sat down to do it in our yard, as we might call it at our cabin, and the sprinkler came on and it like got me wet. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then it really soaked my chair. Once I moved, it was anyway. So here I am down by the lake, which is even prettier. Oh my goodness, how does it get any more beautiful than this place? Wow, wow, wow. Um, so let's talk about some tools for when things don't go as planned. Uh, and this show is inspired by our trip here on Tuesday. We drove down, it's usually a three and a half to four hour drive. Uh, and on Tuesday, it took us eight hours. Yes. So for the first 45 minutes, we didn't really know what was going on. We just came to a stop, as did everybody in front of us and, of course, everybody behind us. And so we just sat for 45 minutes. And because we were just kind of started to get closer to Jasper and the mountains, it's a single lane highway. And uh, and so you could we could have turned around and went back to the nearest town. That didn't feel so so light. Um, so we just waited. And we moved a little bit, and when we moved that little bit, then I could actually get a little bit of cell phone reception and found out there was an accident ahead. And they had actually closed the road behind us. So we were one of the um, one of them that got through. Uh, and um, so we sat pretty much uh, for four hours in just on the highway, the hottest day of the summer so far, probably going to be of the summer actually. Um, and I was sitting in my car <laughs> on a highway. <laughs> and so that's how this show was inspired because I started using some tools. Now, I'll be honest, I didn't start right away. I, I wasn't my best self for, for about 15 minutes, maybe even a little bit longer. Um, and then I chose to use some tools. And one of the tools that I chose I would have to say is something that I have really only been starting this year, or I shouldn't say only starting this year, but really cognitively choosing it this year. And it was, oh, sorry, there's some mosquitoes out here. It was a level of presence, like being present with what was, um, you know, because in the past I would have probably used a tool, but it would have been almost a deflection, like, well, what's right about this? I'm not getting. Or, and I maybe wouldn't have been like that. I wouldn't have said it like that, but the energy would have been like that. Like it's, it's, um, yeah, it's like a deflection or a reaction to it. And it was so, this time I chose not that. Now I still use the tool, what's right about this I'm not getting, because that is a brilliant tool in those sorts of situations. But it was truly from a level of presence and spaciousness of like, what is right about this I'm not getting? And I wasn't looking for an answer. I wasn't looking for what was right about it. 
I was actually just truly in that spaciousness, in that expansiveness of like, yeah, so what is right about this I'm not getting? And so as we sat and as the time progressed, you know, all the all we could find online basically said and nobody could have told us otherwise uh, was that they didn't know how many hours traffic would be stopped. And so do we turn around? Do we go home? What do we do? So I was asking questions about it and and it was, um, you know, even go back to the town we were just went through. I don't know if we were maybe 10, 15 kilometers from that town. Um, and that was all heavy. It was really heavy to, to not, like it was light to sit there, I guess is what it was. And continued to be, because I kept asking, because I was like, okay, this could, this could be forever. No, okay, not forever, but it would like, you know, a long time. And we had big plans for when we got here. We actually left our house earlier so that we could have more time here um, on, on Tuesday during the day. So, you know, just kind of sitting there and asking and then, you know, if I got it was light to stay. So then we stayed and finally I got to the point where it's like, okay, what are my other choices here? Because I, I mean, a turn around, go back to the town we were at, turn around, go home. Um, but what does that look like? So we had rented this beautiful cabin here. Uh, and so do we, do we get to come back another time? Do we lose our reservation? What, like, what does that look like? So I said to hubby, I'm going to just text the, we have butlers here. How does it get any better than that? This, these cabins come with butlers. And so we just had been texting back and forth. So I texted, I was texting them to find out what occurs if we don't make it. Now, of course, they would have been well aware of the the accident and the, the hours and, and all of that. So I was just in the process of writing the text and we started to move. So that was interesting too, because it was like, okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and, and so that's one tool that I, well, two, two tools in that actually, the, the being present with what is. The other thing was I didn't make myself wrong for being pissy about it. And, and that's something that I would say I've done too much of in my lifetime. And, and one of the reasons for that, not that there needs to be a reason, of course, but one of the pieces of that is that I, I, in the past, I've had a very strong idea of what I should be like. I have tools, so I should be able to handle anything. I, I'm an adult, so I shouldn't have a temper tantrum when I don't get my way. Like all of these kind of different shoulds, which is all just judgment. That's all it is. So I was in allowance of me with pissy, which interestingly enough, allowed me to not be that pissy. <laughs> It sounds so funny, but I mean, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't thrilled with it, but I also wasn't like what I would have been in the past would have been like, okay, we just need to go. Like I would have just got, um, I would have not asked questions. It just would have been straight to note. We're going, turn around, let's go. We're going home. And then, you know, been pissy that it didn't happen and been pissy that who knows what would have happened with our reservation, like all the things. Instead, it was just like, okay, yeah, I'm pissy. I don't like this. And okay. So, you know, the level of presence with it, the level of no judgment, the level of allowance, and then truly being the question of what is right about this I'm not getting. 
And with that, not looking for an answer. And so here's the thing that I find I would have done again in the past or that I hear a lot of people do is we look for those reasons and justifications. So would have done the, oh my gosh, if I wouldn't have stopped it, you know, the three times to use the washroom on the way, uh, if hubby wouldn't have stopped to do the geocache, oh my gosh, we would have been in the accident. So phew, you know, the saved at like all the things. It's like, no, because that's just adding a bunch of story and invention to something that's not relevant. What do I know for sure? We didn't choose to be in that accident, physically in that accident. We chose, though, to be on the highway for almost four hours. Um, Cool, interesting choice. It's not right, it's not wrong, it's just a choice. So if we acknowledge that, then there's no story, there's no invention, there's no right, there's no wrong. And then there's just, again, the awareness of it. So then when we started to move and we were able to, you know, to get here and all of that, and it was, you know, it was still like, okay, so we didn't get to where I wanted to go was um, Edith Cavell Mountain. That was our plan for Tuesday. And um, like, okay, so we didn't get to go there. All right. So we came to the cabin here. We checked in, we got our stuff and we, um, we went out, we must've went down. I think we walked actually around a little bit here and then we went downtown uh, by, by ja- in, into Jasper and, and had supper and stuff. And even driving in, like once we got through and driving in, it was just like, it was just like I melted. Like it was just like, oh, as we got closer to the mountains and there was lakes and rivers everywhere. And it was just incredible the beauty that it was just, it just melted. So even by the time we got here, it's just like, ah. Oh, and as we drove by the accident, there was still um, two of the vehicles. I believe there was three vehicles involved, but there was two of them that were still in the ditch. And that was, um, yeah, that was, that was also something to just be present with and not to, not to be in judgment of or not to be in the trauma drama of it either. You know, just truly be in that space of, okay, so that, <laughs> there's that. Um, and to just be present with it and to to not add to the story of it. And, and I knew from what I had read on the internet that there had been a death and, uh, and also to be present with that and not, again, not be in the story and not add to the trauma drama of it, just, just, just to be present, just to be present. And if you guys haven't listened to my radio show, I did a radio show in February or maybe it was early March about being present with grief. So when we had to, um, not had to, but we chose to put our sweet kitty Gromit down as he was very sick. And, and that was really, you know, the tool that I utilized the most throughout that was the, the willingness to be present with it. And, and that is such a gift because often what we do is we add the stories, you know, so to drive by the accident and see the, the, um, the vehicles and all of that. And then the story of, oh, poor them, or, oh, that's horrible, or uh, how tragic, or, well, somebody did something wrong, and they shouldn't have done that, and this wouldn't have happened. Like, all the things, instead of just be present with it. And no story, because without story, there's space. Without story, there's, there's awareness with story there's no space and there's certainly no awareness and so you want to watch that even in the you know smallest pieces of your life or the most insignificant pieces of your life if there's something that's not changing or if there's something you would like different but it's not 
um, shifting, you might want to just check in. What stories am I telling here? Because honestly, guys, our stories stop us constantly. If you have a story that you're always late, guess what? You're always late. If you have a story that you never have enough money, guess what? You never have enough money. If you have a, like, whatever the story is, rather than just be present with what is in that moment. And it's one of the tools that we use in Access in terms of um, destroying and uncreating your relationship with yourself, with anyone else, and with anything. So that you can actually be brand new every day. And so can the people around you or the situations around you. So you just destroy and uncreate. And this is the way that I do it. I cover everything. I say, I destroy and uncreate my relationship with everything and everyone from every lifetime. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, butt, fuck, shorts, boys and beyonds. Uh, once or twice a day, that's what I will run. Just, just so that it's fresh. I get to be who I be in that moment and anybody around me gets to be who they be or any situation so that it's not the way it was yesterday whereas often we're operating from those stories we're operating from who we were yesterday and that was the other thing I was looking at when we were sitting on the highway was in the past I would not have handled that well I think I've said that already Um, but it would have been like no we're turning around no we're going home this is stupid this is wrong this is you know whatever I would have had all these things because my story about myself was I don't handle plans changing well. I just don't handle that well. That was my story. So guess what I would have to do? Not handle plans changing well until I got rid of that story and I could be like, okay, so so what what would I like to be here? And again, the first, you know, I don't know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, it, I, I didn't do well. I was like, this is stupid. And, and all the things and then it was like okay I've got some tools now what now what the other question that I utilized and it was really funny because I work with um I work with private uh, clients and just that morning one of my private clients had asked in her we have a like a Facebook group just with you know me and that person that I'm working with at the time um and so she had asked in that in our group about uh, like what she could do in a situation. Now it wasn't the same situation as what I was in, obviously, but the question that I gave her was what what would it take for this to be more fun, phenomenal, and rewarding than I never imagined possible? Yeah. And so then I started using that one too, because it was like, what would it take? Like what what actually would it take? Because I could choose for it not to be those things. I could choose for it not to be fun not to be phenomenal, not to be rewarding. That's one choice. Um, And of course I had a billion other choices, but I also could choose for it to be fun, phenomenal and rewarding. Just by asking that question, it opens it up. So what would it take for this to be more fun, phenomenal and rewarding than I never imagined possible? And uh, and then, you know, the adventure of, of going and peeing in the bush. Yes, I did. I mean, I'm not opposed to that. If I have to pee and there's no other way, no other place to do it, I'm not, you know, I'm not one of those people who won't do that. I would rather pee my pants. No, I will go in a bush if I absolutely have to. And sitting four hours on a highway. (laughs) Yeah, I had to. And so did everybody else. It was really, it was really actually quite funny watching people, um, because you don't want anybody to know 
But of course, everybody knows what you're going to do because it's a really long ditch. I mean, you have to walk out there. And so you can see people pretending to like, you know, look at the trees and look at the grass. And it was just, it was so funny. And I did the same thing. I was just like, oh, I took my camera and I was outside taking pictures. (laughs) But, you know, meanwhile, walking to the bush to pee. Um, And so it just became a fun game for Abby and I to be like, oh, look, they're off. They're going to go pee. Um, And then they... (laughs) (laughs) these three boys I don't know how old they would have been maybe eight and six and five or something like that so they obviously their parents told them to you know head that way and and go to pee (laughs) they didn't go to the bush they they literally were like two steps from the bush and they dropped their pants and peed right there (laughs) so that was fun you know I mean we did have some laughs for sure and then hubby turned on he was watching a a Netflix show that he downloaded and and I really I really didn't do I you know I had my computer there I had my stuff I just I wasn't in that space to do anything in in that regards and kind of had a little bit of a nap and you know watched people and and then there was different people walking around kind of updating and chatting and you know all those things so there was, you know, there was all of that also. And then what was really interesting was yesterday. So um, so today is Thursday when I'm recording this. So Tuesday was when that occurred. So yesterday, Wednesday, um, we went and did our hike at Moline Canyon. Oh my gosh, Moline, Moline, I'm not sure how to say it, but oh my gosh, so beautiful, you guys. If you ever have a chance to come to Jasper, I highly recommend it. I mean, the Rocky Mountains anywhere are beautiful, of course. Um, Anyway, so we went and did that, and it was way shorter of a time than I actually thought it would take us. And (laughs) so as we're driving back, I'm looking at the time, and we had um, dinner reservations uh, for a place in Jasper that you need to have reservations at. It's that delicious. It's called Evil Dave's Grill, um, and their slogan is Wicked Food. I think that's brilliant. Um, And so then we had hours hours between when we were finished at Moline Canyon to to our dinner reservation so I said Debbie why don't we head out to Edith Cavell it's about an hour out from Jasper but we had the time so we did that so we still got to go out there we still got to to do that Um, if you're on my Facebook or Instagram you might have seen all the like I did a whole bunch of stories with different you know shots and stuff and the water here you can't really see it right now um, but in a lot of the lakes and stuff, it's quite, quite a bluey green and it's, there's something in it. I don't remember what it is, but that's, you know, that's, the, there is a reason for it to be that. So we found this spot. We had to kind of walk in and bushwhack to get to this one spot right beside the lake with Edith Cavell in the background. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, guys. <sighs> that, that is so beautiful to me. Anyway, some more tools. What else did I use when I was uh, when I was sitting on the highway? So the presence, what's right about this I'm not getting. Um, what would it take for this to be more fun, phenomenal, and rewarding than I never imagined possible? Uh, no judgment of me. Total allowance of what I was choosing. Um, the other thing that I have to just mention that I'm so grateful for is that hubby and I are really good usually not all the time but usually if one of us is in that space the other one doesn't join them (laughs) and doesn't add to it so that we don't make the other person wrong for being there but we also don't um, join them and make them right so we just be while they have their whatever temper tantrum and so at one point I just said like 
do we turn around? Like, what do we do? And, and he just said, you know what? I could sit here with you all day. So it's up to you. And I was like, damn it, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> so that's when I went back to question of truth would turning. And these are the questions that I use. Truth would turning around right now, create the future we desire or decay the future we desire. And it continued to be decay the future. So here's the thing we sat there for again, almost four hours. It could have at some point created the future. So it's not like I asked once and said, oh, that's it, because awareness is good for 10 seconds. So you want to be able to continue to ask questions, even if it was expansive or light or you knew it was a yes at some point. There may be a time when that changes. So I probably asked it, I don't know, maybe every like 30 minutes or so. You know, it wasn't a constant like every five minutes, but every, I would say every 30 minutes or something like that, just in case it changed. Because it can. And, and I wanted to know if it did. Because <laughs> I was pretty sure that that was going to be the only option. And the other piece that I looked at when we were sitting there was that I actually knew something was going to occur before we left. And I didn't ask questions about it. Now, that doesn't mean I should have asked questions. I was wrong not to have asked questions. I'm not judging myself for it. Um, or that even if I would have asked questions that we still wouldn't have left. So this is one thing that people often, well, I'm going to only speak for myself. This is one thing that I've done a lot is where I decided that if I was aware, if I asked the right questions, if I was utilizing my awareness, then stuff like this wouldn't happen. And that's actually not true. That's not awareness. That's psychic telling <laughs> that's not awareness um, and and so it could have actually created greater for us to be there we I could have but I was aware of the energy of it and and what how it showed up was I was like pissy before we even left the house and my conclusion about that was that it was I still had some things I had to do that I didn't get done I still had like you know all the things this was our first time leaving little toddy without her brother and um, we have a guy our neighbor comes and moves in with us not with us like into our house when we travel and um, and so I don't mean she was left alone for three days we would never do that of course um, but she we weren't there and her brother, who's always been there when we've traveled, wasn't there. So it was her and, and our live-in um, kitty sitter were going to be there. So it was the first time doing that. And so I was being silly about that. And I had, you know, all the things. And I had all the stories. And I had all the uh, reasons for it rather than actually, you know, asking a question. <laughs> and that's, you know, again, not from the judgment. But what I was looking at was the question of, and you only want to use this question when you are not... Um, going to judge you when you're not going to use it against you is what 10 seconds of unconsciousness did I use to create this? Yeah. Yeah. And so I knew, I knew as soon as we were stopped in traffic for like 10 minutes, I was like, Oh, that's what was going on this morning. That's what I was aware of. Now, again, it doesn't mean that if I would have stopped and asked myself, okay, what am I aware of right now that I would have got this huge download of you're going to sit on the highway for four hours and it's going to be like this and like, no, that's not it at all. Um, and so it was just, it was just this kind of space of like, Oh yeah, I totally knew. Um, and cool 
cool. And so what that does when you ask, you know, so what 10 seconds of unconsciousness did I use to create this? What that does is next time that energy is there for me, I will likely be more aware of it. I will likely be more aware that I could ask a question. Doesn't mean I will, but I'll likely be more aware that I can ask a question in that moment. Um, or that I could, or that it would create more to, just by asking that. Because once we acknowledge that, oh shit, I knew, or I created that, or whatever, once we acknowledge what 10 seconds of unconsciousness we utilize, then it becomes more ease not to choose that in the future. But again, please guys, only, only, only use that question if it's not from a judgment of you. Because if you use that question, then you judge you for it, of like, oh, I'm so stupid, I shouldn't have done that. Like, you're not creating greater. You're not actually, there's no consciousness involved. You're just utilizing the tools against you. And there's so many different ways you could utilize the tools, my sweet friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, so there you got it. There's some tools. When your plans change, there's some different ways you could change it if you would like. And uh, yeah, so come and play with me somewhere in the world my sweet friends now right now it's way more online unless you're unless you live in canada um then come and play you can you can get to me uh but otherwise you know most of it's online we've got online foundations we've got um in-person foundations in at my house in October of 2020, in Strathmore, Alberta in November of 2020, and who knows where else by the time you listen to this, but come and play. I would absolutely love to love to play with you somewhere, either online or on this beautiful planet of ours somewhere. So have an awesome rest of your week, and I look forward to chatting again next week.